words of a mother to her son about a woman who lives wisely. The book of Proverbs is for every person in every season of life. It's a guide for living wisely and well in God's good world. And that's what the book of Proverbs is all about. There it is. That's awesome. I wanted to uh, take a few minutes since we have a giant screen behind me and it's better than watching this on your phone, maybe in your office halfway. So there it is, a survey over Proverbs and what we've been on in this journey. Today marks the May 15th, which is the chapter 15 in Proverbs as a church. As we've been reading this and discovering this wisdom and diving into that, I just want to encourage you right now, if you haven't been reading Proverbs with us, tomorrow we'll start day 16. Uh, Proverbs chapter 16, day 16. The great news about this, as you just discovered, it's not linear, so you can just jump in on Proverbs chapter 16 and hang out with us. This morning, I want to communicate through Proverbs chapter 4 this morning. Proverbs chapter 4. I want to dive into that. As you know, uh, Proverbs is a lot of proverbial truths line by line. Some of them uh, coincide with one another, but a lot of them are standoff verses or standalone verses, if you will. And so uh, to communicate this whole book of Proverbs would take us almost all year if we were to take it and and really preach the entire book. Uh, But we're going to just take little snippets out of it and um, and encourage you and I'll Obviously, we just had a huge survey through Proverbs, and um, as we did that, uh, you have a greater understanding. And so my hope today is to inspire you a little bit, and then we are going to finish today's service with corporate communion together, which I'm excited to do with you as well. If you have your Bibles open, or if not, you can look on the screen. We're going to be in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 10. It says this, Hear, my son, and accept my words, that the years of your life may be many. I have taught you the way of wisdom. I have led you in the paths of uprightness. When you walk, your step will not be hampered. And if you run, you will not stumble. Keep hold of instruction. Do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of the evil. Avoid it. Do not go on it. Turn away from it and pass it on. For they cannot sleep unless they have done wrong. They are robbed of sleep unless they have made someone stumble. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. The way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. I want to contrast two things that we just read in this moment. The first one is I want to contrast this whole idea of walking in wisdom and walking in wickedness. And if you read Proverbs, you'll see different contrasts uh, throughout the book of Proverbs. And it's very clear on what's wise and what's not wise. It's very clear what's good and what's evil. It's very clear on how to have an upright life and one that is not upright. It's very clear because of the contrast that we see. How many of you love contrast? 
Uh, maybe you like uh, uh, minimal, minimal wall colors. Uh, in our house, all of our walls are whites. We love that because when you put a piece of color on the wall, what happens? It draws you to whatever piece of art or picture is on the wall, doesn't it? I, I love contrast. I, I love it. I'm, I'm pretty... Uh, I'm, I, I'm a guy who needs a lot of help understanding things, if you don't know me. Uh, I need you to just plainly say it. I'm not really great with allegories, although I use them quite often. What hypocrisy from the pastor. Uh, but I'm not great at following along. Just say what you mean, man. Mean what you say. How many know that's true? Like, can you just spill it out? Can you just tell me what's happening? I'm like this in life. I, I want to see clearly which way I need to go. I want to understand the instructions. I, if um, maybe you grew up like me, you had some anxiety in your life and uh, you needed some predictables because those predictables helped you throughout your anxiety. You knew what to count on. You knew the instructions. You knew you didn't have to mess up and therefore attention would be drawn to you. I'm not a man who likes um, direct attention. I like indirect attention. I like the attention I control. How many of you love being called out in the middle of your workplace, in the middle of school? You love just to be called out. There's a few. Anybody? No, 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 maybe one, two. You see, we, we don't like to, we like these predictables. We like this moment. And that's what I love about Proverbs. It gives us these contrasts so that we can see clearly. And what we see is that there's two paths that we can begin to walk on. The first path is the path of wisdom. In Proverbs 4.11, it says, I have taught you the way of wisdom. I have led you in the paths of uprightness. You see, there, there, it, wisdom has a way. There is a path that you actually walk on, and it's one that you go down, and it's very clear, and it's saying this in Proverbs, that it has a path and there's a way to go. And there are three benefits that we find on walking on this path. The first one we see is that you will have many years of life ahead of you. That's what it talks about in Proverbs 4.10. But it goes on to say that in Proverbs 3, 1 and 2 as well. My son, my son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments for length of days and years of life and peace. They will add to you. See, generally speaking, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, as you walk on this path of wisdom, your life is prolonged. You have more life. How many of you want more days, more years? How many of you are, you don't want to shorten your life. You, you actually want more and more. Isn't that the unicorn that we're all chasing in life? Science is trying to figure that out. How do we live past 120 years? How do we live past these markers? How can we prolong the days of man on earth? This is what we long to do. And wisdom would say, That if you walk on this path and you heed this instruction, your life will be extended. Proverbs 3, 7 through 8 says, be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Practically, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Uh, If you are wise in your consumption of donuts, 
you, you may, your cholesterol levels will be a little bit more normal. If you're, if you're wise in the place of what he talks about in Proverbs, do not be sedentary, do not be slothful, but actually start moving and actually start going forward, you, you extend some days. It, it helps your heart. It helps your mind. It helps the stress level you have. It helps all the anxiety you have. My wife's over here chuckling because I've been sitting on the couch for the last three days. You know, so sometimes we're on the path. Sometimes we're walking wise. You see, this is such a benefit that we have is that it, it, it lengthens your days. It helps you. And not only do we see that individually, because we see that in our lives. Uh, we see our CrossFit memberships. We see our diets. Some of us have opted for Whole Foods other than maybe some other department stores that you could shop at. Uh, some of us have operated in such a way we'd rather spend more money on food than spending money on maybe doing things that we make these decisions that help us along the way. But it doesn't just apply to individuals, but you can oftentimes look at systems and structures and cities and nations and you can treat them as individual organisms and you see the if you go to a macro level you can see the society that's at work and at play and you wonder is this society is this nation is this city is my neighborhood are these functions the my workplace the university I go to are these operating on the path of wisdom or are they not? Isn't it amazing that, that the, these principles that the Lord talks about actually move nations forward, actually move people groups forward, actually move us in a way, if we just heed it, we can see what God would do. And sometimes we find ourselves in a place or a circumstance or in an organization that is not on this path. And we're wondering why we are suffocating. Why are our days limited? Possibly because it's not on this path as well. Secondly, when you walk, your steps will not be hindered. This is the second thing that we see when we walk in wisdom. Your steps will not be hindered. How many of you want to know that you're walking the right way? The, the right way, the right direction. We want to know that. We want to know, hey, where we're going is where we're supposed to be going. What I love about my journey with Christ and my journey with the Lord is as I trust him and lean into him, I don't give necessarily a lot of thought all the time about decisions that I have to make. You see, when you're on the path of wisdom and you lead into wisdom, the wise decisions just pour out of you. You just start walking that way. My wife and I, we realize with our son who is on the spectrum, we've been praying about our next steps, our next moves of where he needs to be and where he needs to go. And this is what I love. As we lean into God, we can trust him. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. This is what the Lord does, is that he will assist you as you're walking. 
How many of you love some assistance while you're walking? I love it. I love being in the airport and you're on the little tram that's walking. And all of a sudden, it's like you're running, but you're walking. It's like a wisdom tram. It, 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 this, is, this is what it is. This is as you're walking, it feels like you're running. When you're with the Lord and you trust him and you spend time with him and you lean into him, it's like your life is accelerated and you don't even realize that you're further along than you thought you would be. This is what's great about wisdom. This is what is amazing when we start leaning into this. In 412, it says this. When you walk, your step will not be hampered. And if you run, you will not stumble. Meaning that as you're going and life is hectic and it's crazy and you're running, the Lord is already helping you as you're running and as you're going along. Thirdly, the thing that we see is that we get to keep the map in front of us. We get to keep this map in front of us. We get to, verse 13, keep hold of instruction. Do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. Meaning that we get to walk with the map. And it's right in front of us, leading us to where we need to be. We don't have to question it. We don't have to question whether we're going the right way because we have the guide on how to walk and where we are going. How many of you know that all of us know our destination? Those who are in Christ know their destination. We know where we're going to end up. I love that we sing when we already won. The victory has already been had. We're already spending eternity with our Father. That eternity is assurance for who we are in our placement. I love that we get to walk in that way. It contrasts, wisdom contrasts us with this path of the wicked. The path of of the wicked. Verse 14 says, do not enter the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of the evil. What I love about the Lord and what he does as he instructs us, he doesn't make the path of evil and the path of destruction unclear. There's no there's no lack of clarity whether you're going down the path of evil or destruction. Yes, I know the enemy will come to steal, kill, and destroy. I know the enemy is subtle, and he'll come in there, try to sneak attack you. But but the path becomes clear as you have your map, as you have your guideline. It becomes clear. It's like on the ski slopes. And you're going down the ski slopes, and you're loving the greens and the blues and the blacks, maybe even the double black diamonds. But every once in a while when you're going on the trail, there's a trail that's closed off. And there's the orange barrier keeping you from going down that trail. It has the X's. It has the guy falling off the mountain. You know, every bit of warning. And yet, yet, in your lack of wisdom, you say, I think I can do it. I think I can do it. And this is what gets Those Christians all the time. It gets us. You see, the path of the wicked says, I think I can do it. Oh, I think I can go down that a little bit. It's not going to get me. You have this check by the Holy Spirit. It's coming. And the Holy Spirit's speaking. And he's saying, stay on this path, son. Hey, daughter, stay on this path. This is the right way. I promise you. Don't go explore that. 
Because when you do, the enemy starts to move. And Proverbs 14, 4, 15 says, avoid it. Do not go on it. Turn away from it and pass on. There's multiple reasons to avoid the path. The first one is that, that one can become easily obsessed with doing evil when they go down that path. Verse 16, for they cannot sleep unless they have done wrong. They are robbed of sleep unless they have made someone stumble. That we see this, they become obsessed with it. Sin is addictive. If you didn't know that, sin is addictive. And it will be unsatisfied. You see, the more you give into it, the more it wants. The more it enslaves you. The more it possesses you. John 8, 34, Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. It enslaves you. The path of the wicked will lead a snare that will entrap you. The second thing it does, the path of the wicked, it dulls the senses, requiring even more to satisfy. Ephesians 4, 19 says this, having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. Proverbs 4, 17, for they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence, that it's constantly moving into a place where it's not satisfied. Sin is not satisfied, and it starts dulling your senses. You remember when the Holy Spirit used to convict you about things that you used to do? And then you said, I'm going to go down this path a little bit. And what happens to those senses? They go down. I talk to people. It's, it's when you hold to this whole idea, I am going to keep my sexual purity until I enter a godly covenant with a woman on the altar and I cross over into marriage. But it's like once you explore it, it starts doling your senses. And what happens then? The onslaught of justification and reasoning and talking yourself into it's okay. Where eventually you operate in a way that, oh no, everybody is doing it. Everybody's going down this way. Surely it's all right. It moves you into a place where you start seeing the Bible as a history book and not as the living word. Where you start looking at the Bible as something so far long ago that it doesn't, it doesn't really apply to your life today. Is it really applicable to my life today? I, I don't even know if Lady Wisdom really knows what she's talking about. See, this is why we must be a people who hold fast to the path of wisdom. In verse 18 and 19, it says this, But the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. The way of the wicked is the deep, like deep darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. And here they're contrasted once again for us. And it's talking about this progressive brightness in our life. That as followers of Jesus, when you said yes to Jesus, 
You admitted you were a sinner. You believed in your heart that he is the son of God. You confess with your mouth that you are Lord over everything, over my future, over my marriage, over my kids, over my finances, over my friendships, over everything I watch and see, everything I touch and imagine. You are it, King Jesus. That's it. And when you do that, there's this progressive brightness that moves you into what this scripture is talking about, where the sun is rising, becoming brighter and brighter in your life, in our lives. First Peter 2, 2 says that like newborn infants long for the spiritual milk that it that by it you may grow up into salvation. First Peter, Peter's penning this letter and said, you were all like infants when you said yes to Jesus, like babies who just long for spiritual milk, and you started growing, and your faith starts growing. I got to tell you, church, if you are the same Christian as you were 20 years ago, five years ago, two years ago, you probably need to change your diet a little bit because there's this substance that happens in our life where we start growing. 2 Peter 3.18 says this, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Keep growing. Don't cease from growing because life with Christ is brighter and brighter. It's brighter and brighter. The, The path of the wisdom is brighter and brighter And you know what? You know that path because it's not just you on that path, but there's been people who've gone before you. You realize that every path, right, has foliage knocked down. Every path has footprints. Every path has a way for you to follow. It's not ambiguous. It's not obscure. And just like there's a path of wisdom, there's also a path of wickedness. And you can see that foliage as well. But the end of that path is destruction. The end of this path is life. Jesus talks about it in Matthew chapter 7. He has come to lead you to life. Jesus is our great light in John 8, 12. I am the light of the world, Jesus says. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the lights of life. In 2 Corinthians 3, 18, for the people who have embraced Christ and are on this path of wisdom, it says this, and we all with unveiled faces behold the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another for this comes from the Lord who is the spirit as we draw near to the lights we reflect the light even greater as the moon reflects the sun so our lives reflect our king this is what Jesus has called us to do this is what he has for us this is the path that he has carved So my question for us this morning is, what path have you been entertaining? What have you been walking? How have you been walking? For those who are in Christ, they're on a path of wisdom. They're on the right path. In fact, the only way to the true wise path is through Christ himself. 
the author, perfecter, finisher of our faith walk. As we walk, he is there. Are you on the path that leads to increased brightness? Or are you on the path of the wicked that leads to blinding darkness? Which one are you on? I want to take some corporate communion this morning. And I'm going to invite you to stand if you're able with me this morning. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 16, the cup of blessing that we bless is not a participation in the blood of Christ. The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? The cup that we drink, the bread that we eat this morning, this is participatory. And if you need elements, raise your hand and the ushers will bring you in elements right now. As we get ready to take the Lord's Supper, and I want to tell you, the Lord's Supper it is an agreement with, I'm going on a wise path. It's an agreement with saying, I trust his blood was enough. His body is enough. That is enough for me to have life and life to the full. To be known by him is to go through him. 1 Corinthians 11.23 would say this. You may go ahead and prepare your elements and open these very unique cups. I'm going to take our bread. We're offering it up. And it says 1 Corinthians 11.23, For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus, King Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it. Said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this to remember me. Today, we want to remember what path we're on. And how that was possible. Through his body. Father, we bless you. We thank you for your body that was broken for us. You didn't have to, but you willingly went to the cross and you gave your body. We are fully indebted, fully grateful, and we will forever cherish it. Bless this bread in Jesus' name. You may eat of the bread. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper. Saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. A proclamation that Jesus did die for you and me. To make it possible. I pray that we remember it this morning. And we would remember it this week. His blood. Makes us, makes us clean. His blood. Gives us life. Father thank you for this cup. 
Thank you for who you are. Lord, we bless it. Jesus, your blood shed for us from a perfect lamb. Jesus, thank you. Your blood makes it possible. Thank you for life. Thank you for your sacrifice. We love you. Bless this cup in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to pray for you before we close this morning. If you would, bow your head and close your eyes with me. The proclamation today of the Lord's Supper. We are declaring before our friends, our family. We're declaring before the enemy and his schemes. We're declaring before temptations, a path of wickedness. We're declaring that we are bought for. We are paid for. The price has been paid and we are marked as his beloved, as his saints. We're not going back. We can't go back. Father, I pray for your church this morning. Would they be empowered this week like never before to have a confidence in their decision making, to have a confidence as they walk, guide their steps as they run, do not let them stumble, for you will guide their feet. You are the great king, the great king who gives us all we need. We thank you for that. Bless your church today. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. Thank you for joining us in our worship experience today. If you are new with us or looking to connect with us in